Does the people who run the Mountain View Hotel, where we're doing this from today, do they actually know we are here? No. <laughs> no. So, so, <laughs> so lost, what lost, happened? So lost, how is it? Okay. How, is it okay. how has it got so to So we this? have a producer. His name is Dan. Dan, say hello. Say hello, Dan. Oh, hello. And Dan said that he was going to call, and yeah. then I said that I was going to call. Right. And somewhere in there, somewhere in there, you were never involved. I, ne- I was not involved. So Dan and I have got here, and we said we thought Marco was calling. So right. we don't know because what's happened. I walked through. Well, one. But you said meet in the sports bar. So I go straight to the opening of the sports bar. Yep. It's, uh, it's one o'clock. It's shut. It can't get through. So I go all the way around the other way. And I walk in, I say, excuse me, which way to the sports bar? She goes, not open. Yep. And I thought, okay, we're in a bit of... What's, no, no, what no, the no. hell so, is so, going so, on so, here? So I'm going to teach you two about the, <laughs> the power of the bluff. Yeah, go All on. right. So when I got here, Sharon was the girl working behind the... Did you call her Shaz? I, I called her Shaz, of yeah, course. Because we're on... We're yeah. on uh, I said, where do we set up? And she goes, what for? I said, oh, the podcast. And she said... Uh, I didn't know about it. I said, oh, no, it's been organised. <laughs> now, I knew it hadn't been organised, <laughs> yeah. all right? So I'm, bl- I'm bluffing around. She goes, um, uh, well, this bar shut. I said, well, that'll be perfect. Yeah, that, I think that's what we, we agreed to, right near the pool tables. Yeah. She said, okay, go and help yourself to <laughs> set up. So as far as we know, nothing has been set up here. Yeah. But we are doing a podcast from a venue that we don't have permission to do the podcast from. But I'm glad to say that the Mountain View Hotel... Thank you for accommodating us yeah. on short notice. And I tell you what, the, <laughs> the lunches here must be sensational. Oh yeah, and very cheap because there are a lot of, a lot of older people enjoying you know what, what the do? Mountain View has to offer. It looks, it, and I walked past a couple. It looked very nice. I'm going to make a dollar here. You know how we can make a dollar? Come on. Out the front, we've set up a blue rinse store. Yes, <laughs> because there is a yes. lot of blue rinse in there. It's a certain. It's mate, gorgeous. It, it is. You, a, it you, is. It is amazing. Every Thursday. Yep. Out the front, yep. get your blue rinse, then inside they get your bangers and mash. I was thinking Sam Newman might have been out the front <laughs> trying, to, trying to cut one from the herd. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, great to be here. Hey, be- no, you've sparked up a bit uh, because I when little- I first saw you, you weren't happy. I was a little bit grumpy. And, and, and this is... You're not so, grumpy very often. No, no, so, so I've just moved so house. So it's easy to pick. So I've just moved house and I've got... Um, I got a washer and dryer, which are a bit old, old school, but they're called, it's called a Maytag. They're American, okay. they're American style. They're mm-hmm. American. Sharon's just giving us the thumbs up. Thanks, Thanks Sharon. Thank you, Sharon. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Good on you. Um, that's a nice, no worries so that, too. That's how you bluff. That's how you bluff 101. So she's now she's now got a pep in her step. Well done, Shaz. She seemed yeah. very nice. Yeah. So yeah. I reckon we might even get a palmy out of her. But Can anyway. we get another beer from her? So, so everything's... Who so, poured, excuse me. Who poured these beers? That's what I want to know. Was it no, it wasn't Shaz. No, it was, it, was a young, it was a young guy behind there. I don't okay, know who he, what his name God. is. Let's call him Jack. Right so, um, so I've just moved house, got the washer and dryer. The dryer is a... It's a different amperage. It's a commercial grade... Dryer, which means commercial grade, so it means it's got a different plug, right. and I don't have that plug set up at the moment, so when I can't say, dry my clothes. When you say commercial grade, has it got the twenty cent piece slot? <laughs> no, it's, it's, as big, it's as big as that. It's as big as that, but no, not yet, not yet. So, so, so I can't dry my clothes, right. and, I'm, and I had to go to Sunbury for a couple of nights because yeah. I, was, I had a darts grand final, and then, oh. I've, and then I've got a sportsman's. Can I've, we put that a, on the list of things to talk about, please? Because okay. I know it's one of the greatest rivalries in darts. It is. Put it on the list. Yep. So, right. Right. so, we go, so anyway, but I've got no undies. So what do you mean you've got? I had no undies that were clean, so I'd What'd wash them. So I washed them all, and they're all wet. So, so I'm driving to Sunbury, and I'm thinking, how do I dry them? I thought, put, put stick them on the aerial. Put, no, well, I was, think, <laughs> I was thinking of that. I was thinking that, but we don't have aerials anymore. Oh no, do we? So I put them on the dash. Just right. on the dashboard, and 
turn the turn the heater right up high. <laughs> How many pairs uh, of jocks did you have I'd on four. your dash? I had four on the dash. That would have been a perfect fit. It was almost a perfect fit. <laughs> it was almost a perfect fit. So, so I'm driving with undies on my dash. Right. Anyway, I get to Sunbury and I forget about them. <laughs> anyway, I get up in the morning. I drive from Sunbury into Glen Waverley, right. into into the rehab centre. Yeah. And I pull up. I get out. I go in there, yeah. do some magical counselling, one on one stuff. Yeah. Well, you're very and good. You're and very qualified. And these in between days. that, the clients then come out and have their have a vape or whatever they do. They're and, they, and they notice. Yeah. All my undies <laughs> on my dash of my car. Right. So the question is, can you still be friends if you have undies drying on the dash of your oh car? My God. Under extreme circumstances. Now, now the last bit you put in that question was the bit that has got you over the line. Because if extreme circumstances <laughs> weren't involved, then the answer is no. No, I don't. I cannot be friends with anybody who drives their undies on the car dash. But there were extreme circumstances. Oh, they gave it to me, though. They gave it to me. Who did? The, the people in the clinic. They weren't <laughs> happy with me. They thought it was odd. They thought it was odd. Why didn't you just freeball? Yeah. Well, no, 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 because I, no, because I'm in Sunbury for a few nights, so I was going to need undies for the next couple of days. Oh, I didn't know it was a one-day limit but on freeballing. No. Well, what's wrong with freeballing? No, or be, going commando or no, whatever No, you because I'm it. wearing jeans and, the and you know, you've got the seam in the jeans. It scrapes along it's your... right on the spot. On your scrotum down there, yeah. On the scrotum or...? Well, yeah, right along your... Right you, where hang your on, you lean it down, don't you? You're not, you're not an upper. What do you mean? You don't put the sausage up. No, do you? I go, you put I go it right. Down. Right. Oh, you go to the right. I go to the right. Don't you just go straight down? No. In between. I'm not sitting on it. In between. <laughs> Hang on a second. You're not sitting on it. <laughs> in between the plums. Surely that's the best way to no, go. Over to the right. Oh, this this has. No, got, if I've got undies on, that's I go right. This has got pole written all over it. <laughs> because there there are a number of ways for blokes to do this. Yeah. You can be up. And well, I reckon, you only be, only be up if you're up. Well, I reckon we passed about 50 older generational type men in there that have no choice, but it's it's just going up. You've seen the, the movie the, Something About Mary? Yeah. Where he gets his plums yeah. caught in the zip? Yes, that's right. Now. He's an upper. Have you ever been caught, you ever caught him in the zip? No. I've, caught, seemed, I've, I've caught me, I've caught me, me right. plums in the zip, but not my six o'clock. So it's impossible for me because I just, I'm straight down. You can still straight, get on the way up. No way. <laughs> Because the six o'clock is in front of the plums. No, There's but no have you, way no, have you, you ever get caught, caught, you ever in caught the zipper. at six o'clock? No. Oh, really? No. I've, I've caught a no, couple of times. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, so, so I'm so in, can I'm we get in a back on track. So, can yes. I get back on track? Please. Can I talk about trust just really quickly? Why? Why? Is this, is this something from the my hab? No, this is no, this is something from a car park. A car park. So you know, trust is built up over time. You just don't get trust, especially with relationships, especially in the workplace, mm. on the golf course. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just don't go and play golf with, uh, with a bloke for the first time and you trust him 100%. Not 100%. It, ta- it takes rounds. It takes a few yeah, rounds. Right. You're not going to stand just no. up the front in case he's you know, a shanking sort okay. of style player. So you're, someone new, you always are safer with right. someone new. So I'm in the car park and I've got two bags of groceries and I'm yes. walking back to my car and a guy... He's pulling out of his car park and he's going to turn around. And you know how when you go to turn out of a car park, it's you might only miss by a yeah, foot or a half little a foot. Bit. And he goes to pull out and he stops and he goes to reverse. And I said, no, no, you're right. Just give him the flick. No, right, you'll yeah, make it. He goes, okay. So he just does it. Right. He trusted me 100% and I don't even know him. <laughs> I don't know the bloke. <laughs> I now, I, I see could, what you're saying. I could have been a mongrel. And 
stooged him. And he could have hit the car and... <laughs> yeah. Just for fun. But you think about you this. You could have been a but, mongrel. But think about just this. for fun, you could have made him crash into another he, car. He's driving, he's driving an $80,000 Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> yes. right? He trusted me 100% that my judgment was better than his right. in his car. So you said, keep going, keep going, keep going. And he missed by probably two or three inches. But, but, but you're a professional athlete and you saw the curve He doesn't he know I'm a on. professional athlete. You saw the radius. Yeah, I, I had and the radius right there. you knew exactly That's it. That he was right. Yep. What the hell's that got to do with a professional athlete? No, it's a fair bit. It's a fair bit. Don't buddy me, mate. Just, just, <laughs> you sit over there. Mate, mate. <laughs> just sit over You're there. You're talking to two what professional you... athletes oh, here. Oh, okay, right. All okay, right? right. That never leaves us. <laughs> yeah. Ever. You're born with it. You're born <laughs> with it. It's as simple oh, as that. So, just go over there. Yeah, okay. Is right. that okay. The, so that's trust 101, isn't it? it? Of course it is. That is probably the greatest trust you can... Yep, that's right. Would you do it? Would you... Oh, we're, all, we're all being I, I, sanctioned to it. Yeah, I've said, you know, it's somebody... But if someone so, says it to you, so do you it, believe them? Well, it, so it, it's usually you don't want it... He could just turn out and you don't want that turn to be a three-point turn. No. You just want that to be a turn. Yep. And you're trying to help somebody else. Yeah. So, yes, I've done it before. When I go, yeah, just keep going. But quite often they look at me and they don't, <laughs> trust me. And then they go back in and they make a four-point turn there in the end go. and it takes forever and it's driving people crazy. So I was telling my friend this story about the trust and she goes, mm-hmm. I actually gave my car, or, so she's in a, like a little um, block of units yeah. and um, they're outside in the nature. Anyway, she's, she said to the guy next door to if you want to, you can back my car out yeah. and um, park it out in the street so you've yeah. got more room to do what you're going to do. So he packed it out and hit the post. Right. Hit the post. So she gave him the, <laughs> directions. the, the, no, the so, ultimate trust, yeah. the ultimate trust, and it backfired. But you know why? She wasn't a professional athlete. That's top. See? There we go. That's there what happens. Yeah. If you, so yeah. your, your, yeah. your face is recognised everywhere is, you go. This is a good point you bring up. Every, everywhere you go. Yeah. Me, if I was in a golf car park somewhere, oh, I would get the same respect that you get yeah. when you just walk around the streets. True, true. Because true. they would back me in. Yep, yep. And, but you, anywhere you go, that's David so Schwartz, that's the ox. Yeah, if he's so telling me to keep going, I'm going to keep going. So if it's Andrew Gaze or James Hurd yeah, or Damien Oliver, you're going to back him in. Well, Ollie in particular. Like if you can, if, right. you, if you can guide a horse Correct. around a racetrack in between other horses, yeah. whipping them, doing all this yeah. sort of stuff, mate, you can direct yeah. the car in. But if it's our sound technician, don't be Daryl, or if it's Dan over here, I'd think twice about Actually, taking can their I just, advice. Can I just go back to that Very point? Very simple. Can I just go back to that point that we're what? talking about, about Damien Oliver? Yeah, Ollie. Of all the athletes... Yes. <laughs> yes, go on. Is it jockey, do you trust jockeys the least? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, they're not getting my PIN number. <laughs> no way. No way. But Andrew Gaze, Ricky Ponting. Yep. Hey, mate, you need, so, you so need a hunch? You, so need a, you need a hunch, Ricky? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, bought yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Haven't you just bought a $20 million <laughs> joint in Turek? Yes, I have, Mark. But you need 100 Here's my card, and that's my PIN. No so worries. Is it jo- are jockeys at the bottom of the list? Yes. Are they? Yes. Yeah, they are in the gutter of professional athletes. All right, hang on. We've got to ring Ollie. We've got to ring Ollie. No, we're not calling Ollie. No. Why? Because you'll tell him what I just said, and I like Damien. No, but he'll be, he'll be able to. He'll be able to fight the fight. He'll be able to stand up for himself. Well, is he part of the jockeys' association? Hang on. Of all the jockeys, though, he's probably up there. There are other jockeys. Hang on, hang on. Ollie. <laughs> oh, don't start. I know what you're going to do. It was his first bet, mate. No, it no, was. No, no, it no. was his first no, ever bet. Dougie. It was a $10,000 no. bet, but he had plenty of cash. Did he? Yeah, he had stacks. That's the first bet he ever made. Oh, it's a Damien right. Oliver. I want to ring Damien. No, 
Hey, no. Uh, by the way, just on the trust. Yes. There, there are two other people. Do you that not when you go and see them, the trust is through the roof. Right. The chick who you've never, who's never cut your hair before. But you go in and you tell her, you want this, 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 this. And yeah, just, she's uh, a good one. Yeah, the hairdresser. So you walk in, you sit in that chair and she does you up and she puts the collars up and she does the little tape thing around the neck. Yep. And once you've told her what to do, you sit back and I trust. Yeah. The other one. Especially when she starts getting the blade out. Oh, when well, they start doing the blade out. I've watched too many movies where oh, slip of the throat. No, no, no. The one that kills me is the ears. The ones that keep on, they, they smack your ears oh, around. Yeah. By the end of it, it looks like you've gone three you rounds even, with bloody and you, got, and you haven't even got big ears like some of us. Like mine get bashed. Just leave the ears alone. Good ears. Actually, your ears sit in well. Good lobes. Good, yeah, great lobes. Great lobes. Good lobes. That's what you used to say. When you get your hair cut, do you get the head massage thing? No. Normally at the end. No. No, no. 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 That's what happens at the end. After they've done it all, they give it a they give it a thing and then they get all the hair out and you know you are you are a disgrace. What? What a disgrace! What happened? Don't even. That's what I. I go. I still go back to somebody to get my hair cut. Same lady. Same lady. That's very see. That's that's loyal. That's loyalty. I know you're loyal to Gazman. I'm loyal to Gazman. Yep. I'm loyal to Ralph Lauren. Oh, you, you and I'm Ralph. Loyal to- <laughs> I reckon they modelled that bloke on the horse after you. You got a lot of Ralph Lauren stuff. You're well, loyal to last so well. You're loyal to Titleist. <laughs> Titleist. Oh, There's cash for comments. No, 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 no. This is no. This is pure loyalty. This is Lexus of Blackburn. Lexus. No, no that one's not loyal. pure loyalty. Is he Miyagi? Is he Miyagi? Very yep. loyal. Still got some in the cupboard. What else are you loyal to? Um, what about the dentist? You know, when you get your... Everyone's... I get my teeth... My simmer thing. I get teeth cleaned every six months for nothing, right? That pointy thing that they put in between your teeth and they are getting this plaque out and they're digging and digging and digging. And you sit there and you go, yeah, okay, you must know what you're doing. (laughs) And then they go through every tooth. Not... And near the gums. No, no. Remember, remember they're when very talented. We had a sponsor that was Epworth Hospital, Ding. and um, oh, no, 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 they were a sponsor. Like they're not, we're not dinging anymore. But they were a sponsor. So a part of the sponsorship arrangement, they gave us a full medical. So we got yeah. bone density, we had heart and lung yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Pretty good. Anyway, so I go in there, and this is where trust is really, really important. Yeah. So the lady was about sixty years of age, yeah. and it's the full medical. So it's the plums. Checking, Turn left and cough. Yeah, it's checking yeah. for lumps. Talking about it's doing trust. everything. It's <laughs> straight up the for the prostate really? for the prostate. A little whistler. And she was a Melbourne supporter. Oh. Now it is very Did she trusting. Have number five poster no. on the No, but it's very wall? trusting when somebody's <laughs> got when they when they're doing the exam yeah. from behind. Yeah. And she's asking how Melbourne are going to go this season. Hang on a second. Now that hang is. On. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I know. You're bent over. No, not She's I, just put a rubber glove on yeah, and, and put some whizzer on it yes, so it's nice yes, and so it yes, slips up there. Because we're doing a prostate exam. And you know you're about to get a digit in the bottom. Yes. And she's asking you how the D's yes, gonna go. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's after that's after she's just had two handfuls of plums. God. I know. I know. Now that is trust. What a job. That is trust. Oh. So anyway, it would be a um, terrible job. How did these go? How, what'd you tell her? Yeah, um, not bad. No. Yeah, we'll go okay. I was hoping she. I was hoping she thinks I was neater. That's another trusting job. Uh, where, you, where you allow somebody to yeah to to do yeah, that, to do that examination. I agree. 
It's not oh. a good. Ex- no. It's like Risty Rick. Risty. Well, <laughs> I don't tell this story very often. I'll talk to you, listener, because Ox has heard this a thousand times. It's one of his favourite stories. So my dad was a greyhound trainer. One of the best. He was a fantastic greyhound trainer. He won dog trainer of the year for Trelgan. About three times. It's not easy. Hmm. So he was very, very good. He was a legend down East Gippsland Way. Ran it Anyway, some of the dogs, when it came to breeding, some of the dogs would rip the bitches apart. Now, I'm, I'm allowed to say bitches because that's a technical term for the female greyhound in the industry. Understand. So... The claws had come out and the dog would be trying to keep this thing next to it so he could penetrate and then deliver the goods, if you know what I'm talking about. So it's quite a violent... uh, It can be. It can be very, very violent. But if you are the owner, you make a phone call to Risty Rick. And Risty Rick... Now, you understand what Risty was doing? Yeah, the sort I, of character I, I he is. Where this is going, yeah. Risty Rick had a glove, some stuff that makes things slippery, and a cup. So Risty Rick would... He's capable and would do three dogs every day. Every day. For $250. Per dog. Per yeah. dog. So he's making 750 times six. So Risty Rick, he had, he, had, he had a good job. Now, to me, if you're the owner of the dog, the trust you must have in Risty Rick <laughs> to come around and, and do the business the and get the job done... Is reasonably significant. There's a lot of trust there. A lot of trust. Is that but something you'd look at doing, Dan? No, no, no. no I don't, it's I don't special, know it's a specialised area. And and I, I know it does happen with bulls as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it does. Yes, and horses. Absolutely. And horses. And horses. Yeah. But Risty Rick is just, he specialises in greyhounds. He's been doing a long time now. He? He's still going. He looks like Popeye. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> he does. He's got forearms like you wouldn't believe. He's got a tattoo on the forearm. He looks like Popeye. Uh, uh, if he, honestly, if he's not carrying around. A can of spinach. Yeah, he's where, got to be, he's got to be, he's he goes, got to be spinach. Up. Before he gets, before he gets down the business. Yep. <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've, he's not trying. I've got a friend. I've got a friend that does <laughs> the artificial insemination for cows, and it is so it takes out the embryos and yeah. does all. It's a and then it, zips it back in. And with cows, it is a it's a hard job because you got you're up to your shoulder inside. Yeah. It's really, really difficult. Like a bit and a highly trained See, uh, profession. There are a That's couple, trust. There are a couple of jobs right there that I would never do. No, I would never go around to people's dogs and no. and and get so, the stuff in the cup. And I would definitely never put my arm up to a shoulder, up to my shoulder, no. into a cow. Those two jobs are crossed off the list. So I reckon even a, vet, a, a veterinarian is really. Is, is an amazing job. Yeah. But, mate, that's Because right. they can't talk to you. Hey. Your dog can't say, just like, oh, mate, sure, work. That's right. <laughs> they're better than doctors. Yeah. Doctors just work on humans. Yeah. Vets, cows, horses, dogs, Chooks. cats, snakes, bloody everything, kangaroos. Yeah. Everything. Amazing. And How? they don't talk. That's the thing. Okay? They don't get feedback. Hey. Yeah, that's hey, right. How you feeling? How you feeling, Skippy? Skippy go... Oh, you got a sore left hook. Oh, you oh, stepped yeah. on a nail. Oh, Skippy, you got to fly the helicopter. <laughs> and they would get bitten occasionally, I reckon. Well, of course they do. Bloody oath. They have to. Well, no, the, 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 the vet would surely, the very first thing that comes in, he'd, he'd put the gas mask on the pet or whatever and knock all him the out, mu- all, the mu- all the muzzle. Surely. That's what yeah. I'd be doing. I yeah. wouldn't cop a bite. No. 
No. It's not like, it's not like he has to be no, the vid- alive or, uh, you know, awake to, to talk to it but to see like, what's it's wrong. It's like when you walk in there with your dog and and you go to the vet and uh, you say, oh, my dog doesn't bite. <laughs> the yeah. vet, looks at, vet looks and goes, really? <laughs> and the dog's like, <laughs> Everyone says that. Hey. Well, my dog doesn't bite. Hey, we've got to have a break. We've got to get to the, some feedback. We had the George Clooney, Brad Pitt poll. Oh, yes. We also had the red-headed uh, blokes. Oh, good looking, Are there good any good-looking good, red-headed yeah, blokes yeah, nice. on this planet? I also want to hear about the darts because you were in a big grand final and I need to know. I don't even know what happened in that grand no, final. I told you. So that's next. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're having a couple of beers with a couple of blokes. This is Ox and Marco. And when you get a sec, we'd love you to subscribe and rate the podcast. Hey, uh, we got a stack to get through. We've got okay. a caller who's got some civil selfishness. We've got to get to the George Clooney, Brad Pitt yes. poll, which is a very important poll. Yes. Uh, we've got the joke. Uh, we've got the darts. But can we please start at the ringer poll? Well... Are we allowed to say that? Uh, ranger poll? Well, I, I think know. so. Well, well, it's we're not talking a poll. About, it's just the good-looking redheads. We're talking about the best-looking ranger bloke in the world. Okay. So, so Straubs O'Dwyer is getting a fair... Few nominations. Straubs O'Dwyer. Yeah, from that's Melbourne, board number one. Good not, looking rooster. Was he? Well, okay. Not really, but he, <laughs> but he, he was cute in his own way. Yeah, he was um, cute. Robin, Robin is he saying. He's a cutie. <laughs> Robin, Robin seemed to think that they don't exist. Right and right. I think that's a bit harsh. Michael Fassbender. Is that his, is well, that his real Fassbender name? Fassbender or Fassbender uh, is about as good as it gets, saying that uh, we gingers grow up. With oh, thick no. skin and learn a few traits. No, no, um, no. I've just seen a picture of this uh, rooster. He is a red-headed rooster. Yeah, and you know he's a pure redder because of the beard. Yep. That, he's, that, he's got the ginger whiskers. That's as good as it gets for roosters. What's yep. his name again? Uh, Michael, Dan, Fass, what's his name? Michael Fassbender. Right. Yeah. Um, so. He, he's a rooster. He's number one. Yep. So he's the George Clooney. No, well, I don't know who is it. George Clooney or Brad Pitt. No, he's the Boris Becker of redheads. Uh, there's Steve O'Dwyer we're having a look at Steve. Straubs, he is cute. He's yeah, you're right. Cute. Cute. Very cute. Very cute. He's a cutie. <laughs> All right. So, All right. So a, there wasn't a lot there. Okay. But, uh, but thank you. People have obviously dug really deep. So is there a verdict here? Is there, so what's the verdict on no, the The verdict mess, is they're the, few and far between, but when they are good looking, they're very good they looking. They qualify. Yeah. So well, well done. Thank you for all the feedback there. Um, okay. So what we'll do, let's get to the caller, uh, Marco, right. and then we'll do 
Come much, on, much awaited George Clooney and Brad Pitt pile. <laughs> yeah, much awaited. Can we get him on, please? <laughs> oh, I got is. you, Steve. How are you? How are you, Stevie? Good, Marco and Ox. How are you? Yeah, no, we're, we're flying, well. Steve. We're what, flying. What do you do for a living, Stevie? I'm a surveyor. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast, Steve, the surveyor. We, we appreciate it, and we really appreciate yeah, we do. any kind of civil selfishness that you might have uh, seen along the way. So uh, tell your story, sir. Well, my ultimate act of civil selfishness, and I've seen it a lot, is unpacking your shopping trolley and just leaving it in the middle of the car park. That's a disgrace. That is yeah. a disgrace. That, that, and you know what? That trolley is almost guaranteed to start rolling and hit somebody else's vehicle and leave a disgraceful scratch down the side. Yeah, or busy car park and it's sitting in the middle of the one empty spot. The one That's empty it. spot. That's right. Sometimes you've got to put the trolley back in, into where the bays are and they're full. Yeah, like, well, like because the trolley boys, you know, probably at the back having a big M or something. Well, no. Well, if it's full, then I'm afraid you take it back in, in this world you've got to take it back in. You take it back in. Otherwise, you're a selfish prick. Yeah. It's as simple as that. That's what you do, wouldn't it, Steve? Definitely. Still selfish. Yeah. Hey, Steve, as a land surveyor, do you pinch a couple of yards here and there if you're just doing a job for a mate? Come on. A couple, couple of metres? <laughs> 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 Can't do that. <laughs> All right. You might get caught. Hey, uh, we've got a serious poll coming up very soon. We're talking about uh, the best-looking bloke on earth. Now, we whittled it down to George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Now, we haven't looked at the results yet, but have you got a vote? Which one's better looking, Stevie? Uh, probably Brad Pitt. Red pit. There you go. Okay. And, and can you name one good-looking redhead? Bloke. No. The bloke. No. A bloke. No. A f- Not one? Oh, Matty Bate, who used to play for Melbourne. Oh, Matty Bate. Matty Bate. Is he, is he one of those cute redheads? <laughs> no, his nickname was Mazda. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, one more, one more. Last one. One more. If you're in a car and you're trying to make a turn and it's a really tight turn in a car park. Let's say you're trying to get around a shopping trolley, for instance, that's been left there selfishly. And the person signals you're right and he tells you to keep going, keep going, keep going. Do you trust that person or do you turn that turn into a three-pointer? No, you've got to trust the person. If they're helping you, you've got to trust them. See, that's the ultimate trust, isn't it? Without knowing someone, you're putting... Especially if you think you're close. Especially if you've got a good car. He's a surveyor. He'd be really good. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, I'd trust you. That's right. Do do surveyors get, just out of interest, do surveyors get, if you walked into a pub and there's a pilot, there's an accountant and there's a surveyor, do you get a lot of respect? (laughs) 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 No. No. <laughs> so, no. So you don't use it as a pickup line. So if you walk in there and you're going, hey, uh, my name's my name's Jack and, uh, you know, I play, play table tennis and I'm a surveyor, yes. <laughs> does that carry any kudos or not? No, none at all. Most people don't. Really? What, what about it if you were talking, if, if you, back in your single days, if, if you were talking to a, a young lady and you said you were a su- surveyor, would, they, would you see the twinkle in would the eye? Would there be a spark? Would there be a little twinkle that you'd see? No, not at all. Oh, that's a shame. Well, you're going to have to lie then. You're going to have to lie. Stevie, you're a star. Thank you, mate. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks, boys. See you. Cheers, man. So that's the old story when you walk. That's good idea, Steve. You're a star. If you walk into the bar and how do you know if you're speaking to a pilot? Go on. He'll tell you. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That is right. That is right. The test will be out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just so I got a mate who's a pilot, and he goes, and his his line is, "I'm a pilot. My name's Brad." Are it's, you it's, kidding me? No, it's not. I'm Brad. I'm a pilot. I'm, I'm, I'm a pilot. Hi, I'm Brad. No. And go, then what do you do? No, no. Goes, None of that. I'm a pilot. My name's Brad. <laughs> Come on. Yep. Does it work for him? 
Uh, no, no, not really. Uh, oh, well, it does. Well, it kind of does. It's he's, a bit of it's a bit of a joke. He's a, he's a reasonable looking bloke. No, no, Brett goes all right. He's married. Yeah. He's married, but yes, but even to his mates, like he, he'll introduce himself. Like if we're playing golf with someone we haven't played golf with before, I'm I guarantee pilot, you before he's teed off on the first, he's that, a he's a pilot. That bloke knows who he flies yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Who is he flying for? Cathay, Cathay. Cathay. He's over in Hong Kong at the moment. So <laughs> uh, good work. To, good work to Bradley. All right, let's get right, back let's get to this serious business, please. Now this is serious. Come on. Stacks um, of people. Hey, there's, like, there's been nearly eight, there's been nearly, nearly thirty five thousand people have responded to this. Thirty five thousand, or, or maybe eight hundred. Uh, anyway, so the question anyway. was, might be a bit of mayo on that. Uh, who would you rather be uh, if you're a guy, or be with, depending if you are a or girl a or a boy, um, out of Brad Pitt and George Clooney? Yeah, so they, how did you guys go? What did you say? I, I said George. I said Brad Pitt. Yeah. And, and I, I probably went Brad because he's a bit more masculine because he's done two bare-knuckle sure. fights. Oh, some, in some, one movie, no, Fight Club. No, and that Snatch. Was it. And Snatch. Yeah, he was I, a great fighter in Snatch. He was a better fighter in the Fight Club. Good actor. Snatch, he was unbelievable. Was he was he? the gypsy. Oh, yeah, he wasn't bad. George Clooney, 36.8%. Okay. Let me guess. Let me guess. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> Have a guess. 60. Yes, you're really close. 63.2%. Yes. 63.2% was Brad Pitt. So two-thirds preferred wow. Brad Pitt over that. That's a real, that surprise as hell, I don't know. Um, Can you make a good coffee like George? Oh, yeah. yeah I thought, well, I think so. I think so. Well, I think that's, so. That's they're some both, extra credits. They uh, both had uh, very illustrious careers. So there we go. Two beautiful-looking human beings, so uh, well done to them. Yeah, hey, I did get a little bit of feedback too. Can about, I give us some more feedback? So, so yeah. over 50s, uh, we had this from Reg, uh, women who could easily be in a swimsuit cover over 50, Selma Hayek and, yes. Liz, and Elizabeth Early. Yeah, Liz is. Oh, so this is about the, the thing a couple of weeks ago yeah. when you were talking about um, Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Being the front of Sports Illustrated magazine. Was, was 80. I'll tell you who else. And God, yeah, she was in a swimsuit. And... Uh, uh, God bless her soul. Yeah. Was Tina Turner? Tina Turner, for her age, was just an amazing, an amazing woman too. Like I, I think she, when she was simply the best, was she about sixty three when she did that, mm. or sixty five well, maybe? Well, how old was she when she died? A couple. She of weeks was eighty three, wasn't she? Yeah, amazing. And Selma's and, going. And, and, and energy wise, well, we. Hey, uh, we got a lot of feedback. When I described the first page of your book as the greatest first page in the book in the history of books, a lot of feedback. Can I ask how many books have you read, though, to be honest? Three. Okay, so it's the, it's, it's the best One out of the One was the magic faraway tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So my book is the best you've read the first page of the three books that you've read. And one of those well, other books is the faraway tree. Magic, magic faraway tree. tree. <laughs> the other one was Sirius. And the first page of Sirius, which is John McEnroe's book, yes. is Awful. close no, it's, it's oh. pretty, it's pretty oh, good. It? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he says oh. it's something like, I, I live in the best apartment building in Manhattan on the top floor, top two floors. And oh. I'm thinking, oh, oh, I used to love Jack. Okay, good. I can't remember the first page of The Magic Faraway Tree, <laughs> but it grabbed me. Uh, the feedback of the book, uh, Luke, and this is uh, The Wingas. I want a copy of this off you blokes when I took out the plethora. Remember oh, when we used yeah, to give the away plethora. the plethora? Changed the way I dealt with my issues and how I managed to rein a few in. How good is that? Good on you. Well Brilliant book and brave to be that honest. Cheers, wingman. Good on you, wingman. wingman. Love it. Uh, general feedback. This one's from Billy Cooksley. Need to bring back the, sun, the surprise party, the fight, <laughs> and legislate. <laughs> 
against civil selfishness. Yes, Billy. That's true. That's very this, good. The surprise party, just just stay tuned. Uh, Nathan Lovey, hang out for every ep ox. It's a bloody ripper. Uh, Stephen Potts. He's a Potty. Yeah, Shags. He's the, one of the great caddies of all time. I listened to about five shows today driving around. Bloody hilarious. Shit. Uh, third string, Trish made me laugh. That's my wife. Uh, keep up the good work, guys. <laughs> How is Trish going? Uh, she, well, she's up. She's going well. She's second string at the moment. Uh, uh, yeah. Does Trish listen to the podcast, Marco? Of course uh, she does. Every once in a while she so, checks so, in. Just yeah. late at night on a Saturday when she's had a couple of pinos. <laughs> How does she feel about being called the third string? Uh, I don't think she's heard that episode yet. Um, <laughs> Daniel has messaged us about Ox's business idea of car horns that abuse people, right? So surely you don't need a horn to give them a gobful, do you, Ox? Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> sure they were here from inside the car. That's right. You should just say it from the inside the car. They, if you've got to say it loud enough, though, uh, and then he talks to me, what's he like on the golf course? Now, you're very – you're good, good fun on the golf course. Yeah, I don't I – mean, Although – Slow play really annoys me, though. Although – you did hit up on a bloke once and oh, almost Pete. started a fight. Oh. And then he became your best mate <laughs> no, really, down yeah, the track. Re- really quickly, really quickly. So we're playing on the 4th at 13th Beach. Which is the 18th of the tournament when the Victorian Open. And, and I'm there. playing with Marco, Kevy and Laurie. Yeah. Laurie's the local copper. Kevy's, yeah. Kevy's just the local bum. And you hit and one of the greatest fairway woods of all time. But I was laying up. Yeah. But I just pulled it a little bit. And over to the left was a drinks cart. (laughs) And it landed on the roof of the drinks cart, ricocheted up onto the green where these four were playing. And I see them look around, I get the bird, which rightfully so, because you don't hit up on people. And I thought, oh, I better go up and apologise. You know, I shouldn't have hit up, but I wasn't meaning to. I actually ricocheted. So I get up there, and there's a guy up there who, his name's Peter, uh, Peter Williams, who I find, find out who he is. And he gives it to me. And I said, uh, he I'm, I'm here just to I was shocked. Now, he's, 80, he's 83. I was shocked at he's, the gobful that he gave He off. gave it to me. And yeah. I said, excuse me, I'm here to apologise. He goes, well, you can go and get... And just kept going. I said, yeah. look, I'm here. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hit up. I, I actually poured it. That's the drink. exactly what he you goes, said. He goes, go and get... Mm, and said, Jeez. piss off. Right? Yeah. I said... And now oh, you're really? mates. I said, really, mate? Is that how you want to be? Yeah. yeah. Silly old... And it kept going. So keep going. Because there's more to this. So I got... So anyway, I go back and I said, Marco, how's this? And Laurie goes, Laurie the copper. Laurie the copper goes, how's this bloke? And Laurie yeah. goes, don't worry, we'll get him. That's right. So, so Laurie we, was going to so get we, him. So we followed, followed him around. We wait until we finish. Didn't go we watch him, we watch him go. We watch him go into his car. We know his number plate. It's PW, I won't say the last three numbers. And Laurie goes, I'll get him. All right. He's so going to so Laurie, Laurie's going Laurie's, to get him a ticket. Laurie's going to get him a ticket. Unbelievable. <laughs> Go forward three years. He's now one of my very, very good friends. Yeah, at the he's club. the most beautiful. Isn't that a good he's story? one of the most beautiful human beings. Did he get a ticket from Laurie? No, he never got. He never got a ticket, and we still laugh about that story. But he is. <laughs> he, his memory. He's now eighty-seven or eighty-eight. His memory is so sharp. He takes us all the way back to Teddy Whittendale. He's a mad bulldog supporter, and his store is. He's a punter. In fact. He just won Powerball. Are you joking? He just won, he just won Powerball. How much? Are you joking? He just won Powerball. How much? How much? 20 million. <gasps> he did not. No. 20 mil? What? One, one of 20. They had a syndicate. So, oh, my on. God. So, he so won, you won a mil? He got a, a mil. mil. He got a mil. It's oh. the most, it's a beautiful story because wow. he was struggling a bit. And oh, okay. It's just an amazing story. So right. he gave a lot right. to his kids and, oh, and, and it'll see him out now. Like that, he's now comfortable. So to Pete Williams... One of my very good mates down at 13th Beach. Uh, it wasn't a pleasant way we met, 
but if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have our friendship today. Oh, it's a nice story. Yeah. It is a nice story. Although I'll never forget the gobble he Jeez, gave it. he gave it to you. I didn't think old men could swear like that. Well, I reckon your fairway would win about 270 metres. He was he was angry that day, my friend. Just on one thing you said. You said his number plate started with PW, personalised plates. Yeah. Uh, quick straw poll. Personalised plates, wanker or okay? Wanker. Oh, I've had him. Yeah, he had the ox. <laughs> Oh, and people thought it was Theo X. Did. You did not. Oh, I did. I did. I'll tell you another one. Everyone's another, heard that that's, story. That's another day. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm partial to number plate. Right. Yeah. 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 Goodness. Well, you uh, should get Marco. No way. Yes. No. I like the European plates. I don't like the little number plate you on be, the big you should be platform. Mar- you should be Mark 59. I don't think so. If you, ever, if you had a 59, Listen, would you do it? No. Can Why? we can we get can someone spin the wheel, please? Right. This, this episode is getting out of what control. What about the darts result? Next episode. Okay. Right, I'll we talk can't about... keep going forever. Okay, I'll talk about darts next time. Next week, righto. Uh, spin the wheel. All right. There it goes. It's a number plate joke. Would you believe it? Oh. <laughs> you, could, you couldn't believe. All right, we were on. only just talking about number plates. Hang on. You know what we should do while, while we get a number plate joke? Yes. We should get people to nominate funny number plates they've seen. Yes. That would be good. I'll tell you one while we're getting the joke up. Oh, yeah. there, was a, there was a pro golfer. When I turned pro in 1990, I would go around and play in some of the pro-ams before, you know, I really I mm. became exempt and got into all the tournaments. And there was this one pro, oh, God, what was his name? I forgot his name. But his number plate was Z-Z-Sexy-1. Z-Sexy-1. I guess... What was it? His number plate was Z-Sexy-1. 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 I've seen a Porsche uh, with a Y, yeah. B, yeah. Poor. Why be poor? Oh, gosh. Let's do that next episode. That'd be really fun. Okay, have you got a number plate joke? Yeah, I've got a number plate joke. Righto. Uh, I'm not sure if you just realised this, but I just bought my own personalised number plates. Really? And they're B-A-A-B-A-A. Bar bar. Yeah, it's for my black Jeep. Oh my god! <laughs> right, that's good. Make sure I need. Don't tell me. I want to know about the darts grand final All in the right. next episode. I'll let you know. All right. And a big thanks today to the Mountain View Hotel, particularly Sharon for helping out with a couple of beers. Uh, Also thanks to family member Stephen the Surveyor for calling up with his civil selfishness idea. And he's absolutely right. You don't return the trolley to the trolley bay thing. You are a tool. Unfortunately, homework remains. Uh, at this stage, Ox and Marco, well, they're just ripping the piss, really. No Heather Mackay, no Kevin Bloody Wilson, no Rodney Roode, no Ricky Ponting, no Greg Norman. Surely we'll have one of those, at least one of those next week. We'll find out. Thanks for all your feedback. Keep it coming. And a favour, if you can share the podcast with just one friend, just one, that would make a massive difference and we'd all appreciate it. The Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers podcast, executive producer is Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media and sound design, Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.